Section six of Birds, Volume One, Number One, January eighteen ninety seven. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Avai. The Mandarin Duck. A more magnificently clothed bird, says Wood, than the male Chinese Mandarin Duck can hardly be found when in health and full nuptial plumage. They are natives of China and Japan and are held in such high esteem by the Chinese that they can hardly be obtained at any price, the natives having a singular dislike to seeing the birds pass into the possession of Europeans. Though web-footed, the birds have the power of perching, and it is a curious sight to watch them on the branches of trees overhanging the pond in which they live, the male and female being always close together the one gorgeous in purple green white and chestnut and the other soberly apparelled in brown and grey this handsome plumage the male loses during four months of the year from may to august when he throws off his fine crest his wing fans and all his brilliant colours assuming the sober tinted dress of his mate the summer duck of america bears a close resemblance to the mandarin duck both in plumage and manners, and at certain times of the year is hardly to be distinguished from that bird. The foreign duck has been successfully reared in zoological gardens, some being hatched under the parent bird and others under a domestic hen, the latter hatching the eggs three days in advance of the former. The Chinese, says Dr. Bennett, highly esteem the Mandarin duck, which exhibits, as they think, a most striking example of conjugal attachment and fidelity. A pair of them are frequently placed in a gaily decorated cage and carried in their marriage processions to be presented to the bride and groom as worthy objects of emulation. I could more easily, wrote a friend of Dr. Bennett's in China to whom he had expressed his desire for a pair of these birds, send you two live mandarins than a pair of mandarin ducks. Concerning their attachment and fidelity to one another, Dr. Bennett recites the following. Mr. Beale's aviary at Maceo one day was broken open, and the male bird stolen from the side of its mate. She refused to be comforted, and, retiring to the farthest part of the aviary, sat disconsolate, rarely partaking of food, and giving no attention to her soiled and rumpled plumage. In vain did another handsome drake endeavour to console her for her loss. After some time the stolen bird was found in the quarters of a miserable Chinaman, and at once restored to its mate. As soon as he recognised his abode he began to flap his wings and quack vehemently. She heard his voice and almost quacked to screaming with ecstasy, both expressing their joy by crossing necks and quacking in concert. The next morning he fell upon the unfortunate drake who had made consolatory advances to his maid, pecked out his eyes, and so injured him that the poor fellow died in the course of a few days. According to Schrenk, this species appears in the countries watered by the Amur about May, and departs again at the end of August. At this season it is always met with in small or large flocks, which are so extremely shy that they rarely come within gunshot. Whilst on the wing, these parties crowd closely together in front, the birds in the rear occupying a comparatively free space. End of section 6
This recording is in the public domain.